Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, really excited to be back with you for a little bit today. I know how many demands you have made on your time. Kudos to you for making it a priority to listen to something that helps you improve your life. And in addition to kudos, thanks for choosing me and choosing the Primal Potential podcast, I can't tell you how appreciative I am for you and how eager I am to help you really win this year and make it truly amazing. Every single day is an opportunity to be a slightly better, happier, healthier version of yourself, and that's really my primary objective with this show. I'm right here digging in beside you, doing the work to help you create the very best life you are capable of creating while I do the same in my own and share with you what works and what doesn't and what goes well and where I really drop the ball and what I learn from it. Today we're going to talk about one of the things that is in the way of that pursuit, of that pursuit to create change, to be a better version of yourself, to really create the life you want the one you are capable of living when you are firing on all cylinders. Interestingly, this is what my first book will be about. I've shared with you guys that I am in the process of writing that first book. And despite what maybe would be the conventional approach, it's not a book about weight loss, though I'll certainly share my journey in the book It's really about how we get in our own way and what to do about it, because that is the true barrier to creating change, and that is what today's episode is all about. This is actually something I tackled on the blog a few days ago or earlier last week, which is a point to make. Do you guys read the blog? I post to it pretty consistently five times a week, Monday through Friday. The majority of the blog posts are really short and are about mindset and motivation. So if you aren't a blog reader or you haven't made it over there often, definitely check it out this week and let me know what helps you or what would help you more. You can leave a comment on any of the blogs or of course, as always, you can email me. And this blog that I wanna revisit here on the podcast, it triggered a lot of emails. To me, that is a clear signal that it's something we need to talk about more, talk about again, or dive deeper into, because it's the beginning of a very important dialogue about how we hold ourselves back, the traps we fall into, especially in the case of today in this episode, when it comes to excuses. The most dangerous excuses are true. 
they're real. They are the true ones. There are excuses that are just bull, right? Baloney and you're just pulling the wool over your eyes. But there are excuses that are true and also valid. The reason those excuses keep winning out over your goals and over your intentions is likely because you realize they're true, so you don't fight against them. You're not arguing against the truth, and you equate, whether consciously or subconsciously, you equate true with right or valid. Here's a real common example. You said you were going to work out, but you're not going to now because it's been a crazy day and you're totally exhausted. It is true that the day was crazy and it is true that you are exhausted and because those things are true, the excuse feels both valid and justified, right? You skip the workout because the reasons are real and true. Or maybe you pledged to eat better today, but you're feeling really sad and cookies will cheer you up, so you sit down to some cookies. And it's true that you are sad and it's true that because you love cookies, they'll put a little smile on your face. Since they are true, the cookies feel validated and you begin eating them. The behavior makes sense. The argument you've used makes sense. It's true and it gives you what you want in the moment. It doesn't, however, give you what you want long term, and it also doesn't consider the whole truth of the situation, the whole truth of the choice, and the whole truth of the consequences of that choice. Because the best excuses are true, we have to train ourselves to consider to think about and evaluate what else is true. That has to be a question that we develop a habit of asking, what else is true? What else is true that I am not considering that is an important factor here? We have to practice. We have to train ourselves to stop making assumptions or stop choosing the most convenient truth in a moment when it's not the whole truth, the complete truth, the only truth. When it comes to making choices, facing temptations, pursuing our goals, we usually don't tell ourselves the whole truth. We don't even think about the whole truth. We see that first nugget of truth, I'm tired or I'm sad or cookies will make me feel better, I don't have time. And because that is part of the truth, We mentally check that box of, yep, that's real. I'm not lying to myself. And we go with it instead of slowing down to consider the whole truth. But we've got to develop the habit of slowing down, being less impulsive, less reactive, so that we can really see the full picture. We do this naturally in other areas of our lives, really consider the whole picture. We might wake up to our alarm in the morning and still be tired and not want to go to work. Very real, very true. Your first impulse is, I'm tired, I don't want to go to work. But in that case, we are in the habit of considering the whole picture because the stakes are high. We don't want to lose our job. 
We don't want to create more work for ourselves. We don't want to be that unreliable person at the office. And so we get up and we go to work because we're considering the whole truth and we're considering the implications of that decision before we make it. You get up, you go to work because avoiding the negative repercussions of staying home is more valuable than the momentary pleasure of staying in bed. And we can train ourselves to think that way more often. In the case of skipping a workout because you're tired, if you ask the question, what else is true? You might recognize that you'll feel more energy after the workout or that working out will help you sleep better tonight so you can be more rested tomorrow. One big part of this, guys, in addition to considering the whole truth, what else is true, is setting aside your ego for a minute, your desire to be right in that moment, to be justified, to feel validated in your choice, setting that aside and wanting to get it right more than you want to be right. Because when you say, I'm tired, my day was crazy, that is an argument that makes you feel like you are right. You are right that you are tired. You are right that your day was crazy and therefore you are right to skip the workout. But when you shift from trying to be right to get it right, you're setting aside your ego. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You want to get the choice right. Then you can start to see things like, you know what? Part of why I want to go to the gym is because increasing my fitness increases my energy overall so that I'm no longer at the mercy of my fatigue. I'm no longer considering what I'm going to do with my day based on my energy level. I am in control, not my fatigue, right? When you're debating the cookies because you're sad and it's been a crazy day and the cookies will make you feel happy, when you really say, how do I get this right instead of how can I feel justified and validated, when you ask yourself, Instead of just going with, well, I'm stressed, I'm tired, and cookies will make me feel better, what else is true that maybe I'm not considering? You might realize that not making progress towards your goals makes you feel really sad. Therefore, choosing the cookies ultimately makes you feel more sad than you do now. When you say what else is true... You give yourself the bandwidth to get really honest about the situation instead of being impulsive and reactive. You set aside your ego and you allow yourself to be vulnerable. And in that vulnerable moment, you say, not taking care of myself is a huge part of my sadness. So am I going to compound the sadness I'm already feeling by doing this thing that is a huge source of the problem? When you say, I'm not trying to be defensive here, I'm not trying to be emotional here, you can acknowledge that taking great care of yourself improves your mood and your confidence, and not taking great care of yourself erodes your confidence. You might allow yourself to be vulnerable and come to the awareness that eating well 
cannot hinge on the type of day you've had. Because if it does, you will never be in control. And if you're never in control, if how you care for yourself and how you eat hinges on the type of day you had, then you'll be unable to create the consistency required for the results that you want. So today is an opportunity to say, I take care of myself, period. It doesn't matter what kind of day I've had. That is not what determines if I'm caring for myself or if I am not. I am, period, the end. How can I practice that in this moment? When you ask yourself, what else is true? You might say, food is the solution when the problem is hunger. Food is not the solution when the problem is stress or sadness. Don't accept the partial truths. Slow down in the moment of decision making. Practice this as often as you can, saying, is this the full truth? What else is true? What am I missing? In the book Tools of Titans, uh, Strauss Zelnick is one of the folks interviewed, and he says that is the most important question we can ask. What am I missing as I'm thinking about this? And it's not just asking that question. He says, then listen to the answer. As you come up with this excuse that feels very true, what am I missing? What am I not considering? What else is true? How does this choice impact what I want most? How am I going to feel about it in an hour or tomorrow? Is this choice reinforcing a pattern of behavior that is the pattern I want, or is it reinforcing a pattern of behavior that's the pattern I don't want? Is this choice taking me where I want to go? Is there a way to meet myself in the middle between the best choice I could make and the one I'm trying to justify right now? What would be an improved choice? How can I make myself proud just for today? If I were to make a great choice right now, what would that choice be? Is this an opportunity to be seized or a temptation to be resisted? Practice the awareness that true doesn't always mean right. And a piece of the truth might not at all reflect the whole truth. So get in the habit of figuring out the whole truth. What am I missing? What else is true? What am I not considering that's actually really important here. The most dangerous excuses are true, but that doesn't mean that you're just out of luck. It means you need to practice slowing down and considering the whole truth. Guys, if you find this helpful, these podcasts, the blogs, if they are a positive influence in your life, if you would take 60 seconds It would mean the world to me if you haven't yet left a rating and review wherever you listen. And if it's not adding value and there's something I can do differently, please tell me so I can be better, so I can do better, so that I can help you more. But it would mean the world to me if you would take that 60 seconds to leave a rating and review. And it would mean just as much, if not more, if it's not adding value to let me know how I can be better or be different to add that value to your life. 
this show would not exist without you. And this show is for you, to help you. And we can work together in making that more successful. One way is the rating and review. Thank you to everybody who has done that. I'm incredibly grateful. If you haven't and you would, thank you. Please, it makes a difference. And if there's something on your heart that you need from me to do differently and to do better, please do not hesitate to let me know. I sincerely want to hear that from you. Make today a great day. In those moments where you're justifying, where you're validating, where you're trying to make it feel like an okay choice, step back for just a minute to say, what am I missing? What else is true? What else could be true here that would influence this choice? And how can I be a little bit better in this moment? How can I get it right instead of just trying to be right or feel right? Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.